listening to the Enneagram and Marriage Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Harden, and today we're talking about marriage with every type during quarantine. So we did not know we would be in this for so long, but because we are, I thought it would be really helpful for us to just be candid with each other about how our marriages are doing over this time and what we can do to make our marriages even better in our relationships if we're not married. So today I'm going to be talking to you about what each type looks like when they're in a place of stress. So we're going to be focusing largely on your stress number, and I think most of you know what that is by now if you've been listening to our podcast. And I also want to remind you of a few other resources at this time. And you might be thinking, our marriage is doing great. We have no issues, but we're just at the beginning of April and we know this is going to be going for the long haul. So depending on when you're listening, I'm recording right after we just got that 30-day notice of more time together in quarantine. If you're married, it's more time together. If you're solo, it's more time on your own. And I hope that if you're on your own, you are making sure to absolutely Zoom with people, to FaceTime, to use different apps for doing that, to get, if you're not a person who likes video conferencing, then make sure you are definitely just going on walks in the neighborhood as you keep your social distancing. Make sure you are going online and chatting there. There are so many ways you can connect with other humans and you need to, and it's good for you, even if you're an introvert. So just wanted to get that out of the way. But if you are married or in a relationship where you're living with somebody, I also know you have this unique issue of rubbing up against other people people when sometimes you would rather just do things your way and they would rather do things their way and you're all in that mess together and it's a beautiful mess sometimes. Sometimes it's actually going great and that's why I said maybe you're listening from the vantage point of we are doing amazing and we're coming together more than ever and if that's you, amazing news. I want to just make it that much better for you and if you're not there yet and if you're getting stuck, I want to let you know you're doing better than some people and after listening today, you're going to be doing even better because we care for your mental health here at Enneagram and Marriage and at My Business Reflections. We just really care about people being happy and healthy. You know I love the happy word as a seven, but I really want you to be healthy more than happy because I know that long haul, we can't be happy all the time, especially during times like this. So on the days you can't be, let's make sure you're healthy and let's make sure that we're not people who identify at all with those who are saying, hey, I really really can't stand my partner or spouse anymore. I even actually heard a news story and I was partly inspired to do this episode because the news story actually said that somebody killed their girlfriend in Italy when they thought they had given them COVID. So I felt so sad and I knew it was even sadder in a sense when they found out that neither was positive. But it was just a sad story because somebody was letting their fear get so far into their relationship. It was a nurse with a doctor and he killed the fiance. So it was really sad and she was the doctor and he just felt like, I feel so hurt that you could have given this to me. And I just did an episode last week on the fear with this. So if you're struggling and if you're having panic attacks and anxiety, then go to the end of that episode and I go through an entire relaxation series with you and you can totally chill, relax, put on some Jack Johnson, put on some chill vibes, have a glass of white wine and just get yourself on a fun show like The Office or Parks and Rec and that way you 
you can just say, okay, look, I am stressed and yet I'm making it and I'm calmed down now and having a better day. Because we never want to end up like somebody who hurts our spouse physically or emotionally just because we're stressed and anxious and not taking care of that like that guy did, which I know none of you would ever do, but still have to say it. And also if you're looking for some more just personal tips, Ian Cron is doing an amazing series where if you're on his email list, I've really been enjoying them. And I think he's on five by the time I, I don't know if he's doing this as a Saturday I'm recording, but on Monday he may be picking up with fives, sixes, sevens, eights, and nines, but he's already gone through one through four. And he is just really explaining how you as an individual can get through coronavirus and quarantine life. And I'm really finding it to be some of his best and most concise work. So check that out if you haven't already. And as we get into the nine types and what you guys can do in marriage, I want to remind you of the levels of development that Don and Russ Hudson talk about on the EnneagramInstitute.com so that you could visit those and understand that each day while you're dealing with coronavirus, you're going to have moments where you feel like you're at the top of the level of your development all the way down to the mid-level. I hope not to the bottom, but maybe it's a rough season. So it's time to give yourself and your spouse some grace. That's probably the biggest biggest word that I have for you is recognize that you're in your types issues and give yourself some grace. At least notice is what I'm telling all my couples. Just notice this is me going into my lowest as a seven or as a four or as a three. And maybe you even notice, okay, this is me going into my place of health for too long as I've talked about on some of my shows, how I could go into focus five for too long and really just be at a great level of focus and work and writing and really not caring for others. So you really have to make sure you don't hit any of those places of health, stress, or your own types, unhealthy areas of levels of development. So that's important. And that's why you may not even resonate with some of the tips I have today, because today you might be saying, I really am doing well, and that's great. But each day right now can be a very up and down process where one day you hear a loved one has contracted coronavirus or or you feel some symptoms yourself or you're just dealing with extra stress because you're now dealing with kids underfoot and you and your spouse are squabbling about that. So just try to keep it in mind and notice even if you're not at a place where you can change. It's great to verbalize it to yourself at least to give some grace to yourself. If your spouse is a safe place for you could do that with them too. And then I also wanted to let you know, there's also a lot of fear, even if you're not in the fear triad. And I want you guys to understand that you might not even realize it, but you might totally be in the fear zone if you're right now thinking about things all the time about COVID and not really able to do life. There's a great chart that a therapist friend of mine actually shared, which is fantastic, that says, who do I want to be during COVID-19? And it's not an Enneagram-based chart, but it really addresses the fear zone, the learning zone, and the growth zone well. So it almost takes the Enneagram developmental levels and groups them into those. So keep that in mind too, that if you're in the fear zone, you're in a place where you're spreading emotions related to fear or anger, complaining frequently, forwarding all the messages you receive, grabbing foods and toilet paper, and medications that you don't need and that if you're in the learning zone, you're starting to identify those feelings and you're starting to check information out before you spread it. You're trying to make sure you start to give up what you can't control and 
then you stop compulsively consuming what hurts you from food to news. And then the growth zone is when you're really living in the present and you're focusing on the future in good ways. And you're also empathic with yourself and others, like I just mentioned, and you're thankful for others and you tell them that and you spread hope and you look for ways to adapt to changes, etc. So just make sure that you're keeping all that in mind, even when I give you the specific tips about your type. But thank you for your patience because now we're going to get into those types and I know you're ready to hear all about you. So if you are a type one or if you're married to a type one, what I really want you to keep in mind is that, and I'm married to a type one, and he has told me since our episode together that he really does identify more with one. And some of you, thank you so much, wrote in and said, I really feel Wes is a one. And he really agreed with you on that. And he said that the three traits are a lot less prevalent for him. So that was helpful. Anyway, being married to a one, I can tell you that they need to do work each day. It, it doesn't change just because we have COVID going on. They're not going to say, okay, I just want to relax. It's Friday and I don't have as much to do today, or it's Monday and it's not the typical Monday. And maybe they see you resting and you don't understand why they're not joining you. And I've been married to my husband for almost 20 years and we've been together longer than 20 years. So that's not really happening for me. In fact, I'm recognizing maybe even sooner than him sometimes. I don't think sooner than him. I think I'm recognizing that he is needing that work and that he feels guilty about it. So I don't say it to him too much. I just watch it. I just notice it. I observe it. I realize it's good for him. And when my four daughter says, where's dad going? And I know he's going upstairs to work on his book that he's creating, which is a beautiful book on legacy it makes him feel close to his family. He's putting beautiful things in the book, pictures of our parents' letters and grandparent level things. And he's just making this beautiful book so that people can look back on their legacies that they've left. And he's thinking about how older people really would be blessed by having a journal to write in and a process because he makes videos like this and he makes tribute items all the time. And that is something that I know is work for him even when he's done with his patience and makes him feel very good about his life and his purposes. And it's also part of being a social subtype is thinking, how can I create relational bonds when I can't see people? So I tell my four daughter in a very limited scope, dad is doing his work and it feels really good. And when he's done, he's going to be the most amazing dad because I'm not kidding you. By the time he's done with his work, he's going to blow me out of the water for how amazing he is of a parent. And that's just our daily life where I'm kind of right there the whole time and I'm hanging in and yeah, I'm sometimes saying I'm leaving. Now I'm not leaving to work, but I'm leaving to go to my upstairs office for clients. They understand mom is the caregiver in general and that she's always there, but my mood isn't probably as up and down as a one. And I think that a one really struggles with that guilt and that inner critic. And sometimes you're going to see them looking very angry and tense and they're going to need that workspace. And you're not going to need to really process that with depth and say, oh my gosh, is my spouse mad at me? You just need to understand this feels really right to them and really good. So try to leave it there and leave that with them and give them the grace and the space to go do their work when they need to. And when they emerge, and if they're like maybe even way more joyful than you or energized than you, understand that too. And if you're a one, I want you to lay off on judging your spouse if they don't rise and fall with every inflection that you go through. Because not everybody carries the steam 
and the energy of a one. So you've got to just say, okay, this is the way I vibe and this is how I'm not going to judge my spouse because they don't even have the same giftings. So I'm just going to enjoy them all the more once I feel permission to. If you're dealing with a two or you're a two yourself, something really important to remember is that I think coronavirus outwardly is influencing twos the most. Twos are telling us, hey, I am a person who generally speaking really enjoys society. I really love being with my people and hugging them and I'm missing them. So I think we need to really understand that when our two spouse is pushing for more time together or pushing for more attention, that they're feeling like they've lost a huge piece of who they are. Whereas I just explained, ones are working no matter what and finding their purpose. I think twos really need to understand that after taking some time to process relationships and check in with them and maybe even sift out and see which relationships are worth pursuing the most right now because twos are probably having to do some of that sorting. We all are. Where are my people? And your circle is getting a lot smaller. So I think it's really important that you as a two or your spouse as a two that you guys take some time to talk that out and figure out where your support is coming from, but also for you guys as a couple to really spend time connecting and validating them and saying, hey, I know maybe right now your levels of development, like I said, are just not going to be at their best. So I want to remind you of who you are and how much I love you and how worthy you are of somebody's love. Because I know right now you may be wondering why some of your friends aren't reaching out, or maybe you're feeling like you have been blocked in your ways of giving. And this is the person that when their spouse is feeling overwhelmed, they may want to say, can you go try to make a coffee date with a friend where the two of you sit in a Starbucks drive through parking lot and just talk on the phones next to each other's cars because I need a little bit of breathing room. And that's okay because your two needs to know how you really feel. Uh, I don't want you to give them a 24-7 play-by-play on how you're feeling because that would be overwhelming. Maybe you're having a bad day and you don't need to put that all on your two. But ultimately, if you're feeling stifled by them, then make sure you let them know. But a lot of the time, you're just one of the most lucky people in the world. You're stuck with a two who loves serving and caring and encouraging. So you should be in good hands if you're with a two. Just remember that they love to feel valued and they may be dealing with this a little harder than some. And some twos, when they're having coronavirus, coronavirus themselves, they really can't be with others. So make sure you send a lot more loving texts. And if you're in the, a different room of the house that you're making sure to send meals to the door and, and leave them with little notes and just make them feel special and loved, even if they're dealing with illness right now and you're waiting for test results and you don't know what's going on, which I know a lot of people are going through right now too. Moving on to type three, I want to let you know that I think, and I've told you guys this before, in fact, you haven't heard it yet because you still haven't heard my three episode. And I'm so excited for that because it's really normal. And of course, who doesn't want a little normal right now? So I'm really excited for you to hear me say this on that episode, which Olivia and I pre-recorded. But for now, I'm just going to say threes are some of the most romantic people and they will just work so hard for their partner's love. So I want you to know that even if Sometimes you feel like your three can be harsh or brash. They're very loyal, and I don't expect that if you continue to try to connect with them that they are going to be people who are leaving you or acting like they don't love you. I really want you to know your three is a precious person. I know they're working so hard for you so that they can feel normal on the inside. They don't want to hit their unhealthy six level. 
Because as we were talking about where do people go in health and stress, they go to a place of six and nine. And I've made that argument before that sometimes people, we think of that place of health as a place of, oh yeah, we totally know that threes are only healthy six-like, and that's not true. They can be anxious like six as well, just like they could be lazy or peaceful like nine could be. And instead of the word lazy, you may like the word slothful better, but you get my point that we can all be at the worst or the best of our type and our health point and our stress point. So make sure if you're a three or if you're married to a three that you address your anxiety if you have any. What I expect to see from threes in this time is that in their marriages, they would be working extra for their families because they would feel like this is the way I stay out of anxiety. What's hard for threes right now is when they can't control things because they do a great job of making sure that every T is crossed and every I is dotted in a very quick, efficient way. They're geniuses in many cases. They're excellent at achieving and performing and they can't solve this problem. So my sister's working at a high corporate level. She is a three and she is one of my best friends, as I've mentioned before, and she is out there trying to do that. She's at the head of 20 5,000 people trying to get things in her organization settled and she's done a lot of safety training and both of my sisters have because the other one's a one that I've mentioned and they both have done upper level training from the CDC and it's a great fit for marriage because it allows her to work and it also allows her to be an excellent, that loyal wife. But just make sure if you're a three that you're checking in with your spouse and their personality type and what they're doing with their anxiety because we know what you can do. Once you have the work going, you can be absolutely just trying so hard to help others and being so good at helping others and reading others' emotions and seeing the needs and struggling with coming down off of that and just into regular daily life without COVID is hard enough sometimes, but with it, just let your family know when you're sorry because a lot of the times with threes, I say, come back around afterwards and apologize because it's just part of your nature to be more harsh and a bigger truth teller. And, you know, you're getting important information out to your family and sharing what needs to be done for everyone's survival. This is a time when threes are really thriving in that way. But to be able to speak the truth in love is a great gift to the three. So make sure with your family and especially in your marriage that you're checking in to see, are they finding you harsh and what are they doing with their anxiety and sitting with them? Even if you have to do two things at once, just say, you know, it really helps me if I fold clothes while we talk, or it really helps me if I cut up vegetables. Try for it not to be something like it really helps me that I type in my work notes while we talk if your partner is bothered by that. And different people are bothered by different things. Some people wouldn't care at all. So moving on to fours, we know that fours, when they're stressed out, they can look a little bit like either the negatives of a four or a one or a two. And so when they are dealing with things, they might want things more rigid. They may be stuck in a place of inaction. They may be manipulative. They may be looking like the grass is greener on the other side. So make sure that you're trying to help them to bring out the best of what they are because I think a four could be another hero in times like these. Because a four was basically born for being with people in adversity. So there's two things about this. One of them is a lot of fours are not really paying as much attention to COVID because they are really deeply enchanted with their own work and they're doing great things by 
being that person who says I've already been in the depths my whole life and I'm anxious like most people, but I'm trying to really distract myself and just do my own thing. But it's important that if you're a four or if you're married to a four, that you don't become self-focused and forget about the world or be impractical with it. You can kind of picture an overly romantic person who can only think about the fact that they're in love or can only think about the fact that something at work is annoying to them. And taking that too far could make your spouse feel like you can't relate at all to what's really going on out there. Another thing four could do is be so passionate about this particular issue that they don't think of anything else and they're lamenting and grieving, especially politically probably right now, to such levels that their family needs a break from that. So make sure as a spouse, if you're a four, that you try to enjoy if you're the one who's bringing your spouse and family away from stress on the matter. Try to make sure you do own it, that this is a pandemic. You don't want to be the one who is being thought of as, and this is not a typical four thing, but you don't want to be selfish in this time where you don't think about it at all and you're really just focused in on the smaller things because we're all trying to be like on Abraham Maslow's hierarchy of needs. We're all as a whole world trying to be focused in on that bottom rung of survival right now. And you also want to make sure that you do use your amazing gift of going to the depths with people And that was the other issue I was going to say they can really thrive in is just being themselves, just saying, gosh, I can understand you, honey, that this is really hard. And I do sit in darkness sometimes and I do know what this feels like and it's awful and I'm just here with you and they just sit with you in that. And so I want you to just sit with your people. And if this is the person you're married to, then let them know and be a little more vulnerable with your emotions and say, hey, I know you're really good at this. Would you mind just sitting with me? I think that if your four isn't stressed and in total one mode or you're not using a mode when they were already asking you something, then they will be so honored to do that with you. Now, talking about type fives, I think a little bit about those who are really going to be researching COVID and staying up on their Twitter. And I know some couples I'm working with that sometimes this is a great fit for them because they're able to find their healthy, balanced researcher side and say, okay, we're going to need to make another trip to the store because this is what's expected to happen. And especially if I with a six wing and if they're able to really just focus, then they're going to be continuing to do their jobs. Most tech jobs I know of have not been canceled and some of my five clients are doing those jobs and parenting and just continuing on doing their best work in some ways. But because now fives are having to Zoom more and having to do more communication just because we're all at that place, be gracious to your five because they do have that eight side where they attach to their anger and they can be aggressive and they can be also when they go to seven, very scattered right now. So make sure that you try to encourage them to keep their focus, try to give them some quiet time just for themselves to decompress. A five doesn't typically understand what they're feeling until they've thought it through. And sometimes that comes through body work, but sometimes it just comes from thinking on it for a few days. So make sure you give them some time before you attack them if they don't immediately resonate with what you're requesting as a spouse because they're processing an awful lot. And if your spouse is a five or if you're a five, I would really want to recommend that you take some time away from digging into the news at all hours because your sleep is very important to your mental health. And also since you're good with statistics, 
products, make sure you remember it's also good for your physical health and you're less likely to get coronavirus. You're less likely for it to really take you down if you're getting good rest and staying on happier topics as well. I don't usually need to say routine to fives because they're really good at this generally, but this is a time when they go to scattered seven. So I am going to remind you that please make sure you get back to your routines. Find a new routine right now. Of course, everything's different and try to include your family and especially your spouse in that new routine because you can shut them out by saying, hey, I now have to Zoom or talk with my coworkers more. I My work is taking me longer because our kids are underfoot. And you could easily leave your spouse out and just say, hey, I just don't have the energy. And some of your spouses just have to be understanding and show you some grace there and say, wow, this is a matter of survival. He really doesn't have time for me or he may not have as much, but I don't want to feel abandoned by them at the same token. And this could go for a female five too. So just make sure that you as a five or you as the spouse of the five that you say, I really want to focus in on us too. Normally I recommend 10 hours of undivided attention where you talk about non-stressful topics as a couple per week. But I think that's a little high right now, of course, with the kids being underfoot, as I said, and COVID. So even if you could find two hours a week, three hours, four hours, whatever you can find, please do find it and please do prioritize it. This is one of those times when you could be more intimate because you guys are stuck together more. So have some fun with that. Try to make sure you tell your spouse if you're a five, okay, look, I will spend more time with you, but my stress is high. Here's what my love language is. Can we trade back and forth and make sure that we both know each other's love languages? And that goes with all the types, right? Because just because we're a type does not mean we're all alike. So as we talk about sixes a little bit, We need to keep that in mind, of course, too, that we're going to have our differences because subtypes really do matter, as we've seen in the past, and the sexual and the social and the self-preservation six are all going to look a little bit different, as are the six-wing five and the six-wing seven, but we really do have some core features that we really need to look at with the six, and the six does indeed have so many gifts that we can learn from during this time since they are, in fact, the troubleshooters. And sixes in this time are people who really want everybody to know that they haven't been preparing in vain and they haven't been thinking about germs and crimes and losses of money and equity and all kinds of different big issues that sixes can worry about health in vain. They've been worried about things because they know that when the other shoe drops, we need things in place. We need people we can trust in leadership. And sixes want somebody that they can really lean on and they want to be able to be leaned on. They are so trustworthy. They just get so tired and weary when they feel like nobody that they're with has something to give them. So if you are the spouse of a six, make sure you understand that your six may be a little like the story of the little red hen where they feel like they've been preparing and gathering and the rest of the world is not where they need to be. And I never really liked the story of the little red hen when I was in kindergarten when we had to perform it as a class. And maybe that's because I just didn't have the best year that year. I didn't, but I did really resonate with the fairness of it, but there was not a lot of grace. And it was because if you remember that children's story, the little red hen is the one who gathers and all day long, she says to everybody around her, why didn't you help me? If you would have helped me, I would have shared the reward with you. So I guess I use that story as an example Because I don't want the sixes to be hoarding their gifts, just as I don't want any of the types to be doing that. I want them to be loving and to say, 
wow, while I was baking the bread, gathering, really working hard at this, you were working really hard at maybe you're a focused five. So you were really hammering things out on a project at work. And that was all you could do, but kind of dig your heels in and make sure you were providing income and giving the kids the basic self-care. Or maybe you're married to a two who's been very good at keeping everybody feeling loved and supported, even though you've been carrying that troubleshooting angle of things. So really make sure as a six, you try not to judge if others are not doing exactly the same thing as you. And then if you're married to a six, understand that some of that frustration comes in if they haven't felt your partnership. So please do give them honor and tell them how grateful you are for them to be working so hard to keep the family safe. Help them to lean on God so that they don't think that they're their own end and that they are, I don't think most sixes would do that, but just so that they keep it in perspective that we only have so much control and if they want to talk to you about their issues more than a half an hour long that you really recommend to them to try to start with angst when they have some time with God then move into some praise and into some plans so they don't just think about worries all day long and even when they move into that planning aspect of their lives you can say, make sure you don't just plan about worries, plan about job, plan about life, plan about fun and quality, and try to make sure your six has some balance. So it could look like you saying, hey, I really appreciate all you've been doing during coronavirus for us. You mean the world to me. And do you have anything you need to talk about? Or maybe they said, I do. I'm just concerned about something. And they go negative on you because sixes can tend to be pessimistic. And so listen and be non-judgmental and see if there's anything you can do to bring some stability and peace and trustworthiness to them since they really are looking for somebody they can trust. But then, like I said, after you wear out or need to move on, say, hey, why don't you take some time with God and regroup before you re-enter the world? Because I think that you need a little bit more time and I can't give it. That brings them back to the big solving issue anyway for sixes, which is I really can't trust and lean on everybody else to solve my problems anyway. It really needs to come back to me and God. So that'll be really important work for your six. And then remember your six can go to the three and the nine spots. So make sure you remember that they can go to harsh at three. And just remember this six is that if you're going to this place of harsh or judging, it's not a good space to be for very long. I'd love to see you instead go to the hardworking instead of the slothful nine spot. I'd rather see you go to nine in peace like you normally do after you've done your hard work. And that would be a much better fit than seeing you go to the nine sloth and say, hey, I'm just like the little red hen. I did my job and now you're all busted and I'm going to laugh at you. That's not a good fit for loving humanity. And so I want you to challenge yourself to really dig in, to share your gift. This is your time. And You've already had all these back routes, as I said in my last episode about anxiety busting. You have the key. You have been doing this for years. So now it's time to share it with others on all your strategies and routes for getting through anxiety. The next personality type is the seven, and they are also an anxiety triad. So sevens will tell you they're not anxious sometimes, and that will be true. But at other times, their anxiety will hit them smack in the faces, like I've talked a little bit about on past episodes, as I am a seven. And and I have had that experience. So make sure you know sevens that you can go to critical one, you can go to focus five, you can spend a lot of time in seven and you could get scattered at that place in seven. But what we really want to see is you sharing joy. We really want to see you healthily focusing at five and really getting organized in your one space. These are going to be ways that you can thrive as a person. And in your marriage, I want to make sure that 
you're not prone to not taking it seriously, not being that classic seven archetype of somebody who's just booking trips and flying away mentally while the world needs them to be more grounded or laughing it all off and saying, okay, let's just watch shows every day, all day. I don't think you're there. You're a person who's in marriage or a relationship, but I want to remind you that this could be your propensity is to say, okay, I've got enough food. I'm taken care of. I love all you guys. Let's just have fun. And that's not practical. You still have to make sure that you are taking time out for self-care and not to go completely gluttonous because you're going to have this storage amount of food calling out to you in your home and you're going to have time to just recharge. And that's great that you have time to recharge, but it's not a real recharge. If you're just putting food that is not good for you in your body, and if you're just lying around and overdoing or underdoing because you just want to have fun and escape. So, and why I say over or under for a seven is because at five, it could be a lot of underdoing. And at seven, it could be a ton of overdoing where you're over-exercising, over-eating, over-drinking, over-sleeping, over-putting too many shows on at once on Netflix. So watch out for either or that spot where, oh my goodness, you have to do something really quickly for work and now you are in a pinch and everybody in the whole house is going to pay for it at one. So make sure you are trying to be moderate. You've learned so many things over the years. You don't have to slip into chaos. Similarly to what I said about the six, make sure you take some time and feelings to get that angst out. Make sure you then take time and gratitude so that you're not stuck in a critical space with yourself or others. And then make sure, of course, that you take some time to not only plan, but to get into action. And as a seven, I would say, let's also have a stop plan when you actually put a time on the clock so you don't become too focused like I had to tell the fives and you forget about your family. It's just easier that way. So I like that method for sevens because it does acknowledge the anxiety in that angst section. So make sure, sure, sure that you are acknowledging what is making you afraid because there are so many things to be done about it. Anxiety is something that's so easily treated truly. So just make sure you acknowledge it, that you do those relaxation exercises. Make sure that you are getting a moderate amount of exercise and rest and you will be just fine if you are the spouse of a seven. I hope your spouse is very fun for you in this time. I hope they're able to lift your spirits. This is their gift to the world and this is a time when we really appreciate that. We don't want it to come in, as I was saying earlier, at an inner opportune time so that you're not being a responsible steward or citizen of what's really happening on a bigger picture. That's why I'm not doing comedy episode today or just going through shows and fun stuff like that right now because I have an advanced degree in helping people through depression and anxiety and marriage issues. So I'm going to use it in this time instead of going to that side. But with my family, sometimes I use my gifts as a seven to help them to do their homework study. We're making a ton of dinners, as you can imagine. I'm doing a lot of dishes. I'm not always cracking jokes and being silly, but I am having fun each day with my nine daughter. We're doing pop sugar workouts and my husband and son joined us today and I'm spending a lot of time with every single person in my family just soaking up love and fun and laughs, but we're getting in with deep conversations. So don't shy away from that. I don't think you will sevens, but remember sevens are prone to half feelings. So make sure if your spouse needs you to sit with them in some depths. And that's why I asked you to do some of that deep work too with God that you are ready and able 
able to do that. And when your kids say, I'm disappointed about something in this time that you don't just do a reframe, make sure you are right there with them. Take some time, even if you have to put something on the clock, like five minutes, you are not going to be killed by being in pain with other people. It's actually going to make you better, richer, stronger person. Okay, moving on to eights. You guys are powerhouses and I love watching you. I think you have a great, big, beautiful voice in the media right now because you are leading the way in telling people how to make sure others are protected. I know that the counterphobic sixes are joining you in this. The ones are often helping in the healthcare arena. You guys are so important in making sure that everybody is understanding that you are not afraid to tell them what they need to do about keeping others safe. And your family especially, I'm sure you are working so hard to make sure nobody gets infected. And if they are, that they get the absolute best treatment. I never want you to lose that voice of strength and defense for others. Just want you to remember that when somebody does something to disappoint you, you need to show grace because you could be than otherwise yelling at somebody in a store. You could be the one who gets in trouble in a public arena because you are so worried and scared for your family and people don't remember that eights go to five. They do go to two as well and they go to that helper place and that's why I'm not at all worried that they're not gonna care about others. I know they really rise to the occasion like a military leader in times like this. But I don't want them to fall apart in their anxiety. I want them to take some time out to really say to their family members, this is what I could use right now. This is how I'm feeling vulnerable. And even if your family doesn't do the same things back that you do, try to not let yourself go to that vengeful part of eight where you remember and say to yourself, nobody loves me and cares about me the way I do about them. Try to instead recognize that your spouse is giving from their gifted and advantage point. It's I'm sounding like tennis advantage point, but really what makes the most sense here is for you to take your healthy time at five and go and do your little retreats and say, I need a good hour to myself. That's what my nine daughters doing right now. As a matter of fact, we have people that know they need their little withdrawal time and an eight isn't usually thought of as this because they're in the more aggressive stance, but they really do have that special place at five where they need that. So don't forget to give your eights that space if you're a spouse and you need to make sure that you honor that they have to recover after they get disappointed and they'll come back out and they'll want to move forward with you because once they express their anger, they're past it. So try to allow what they tell you as cues and clues to redirect you even if you didn't mean to hurt them. It's just good that your eight is voicing it and eights, please try to voice it with grace and with love. So I hope that your spouse can love you so well and I am so appreciative and we thank you so much for all the good work you're doing out there right now for everybody. Moving on to nines more officially, I just gave a little hint about nines. You guys will need your withdrawal time. I often tell nines take a whole day every month just for you. So what I'm gonna say to nines who are in just quarantine times with coronavirus is try to take an hour a day for yourself so that you can really come back replenished. People are feeling your calm spirit. People are really relying on you most of the time for the way that you bring calm to the world. And I think it's just a given that they expect that to be on all the time. They forget that nine goes to six when things go awry and they have these difficulties with transitions. So a nine feels really out of sorts and needs to get back into a routine find their comfy clothes that are not just comfy like robes all day, but athleisure wear so that they can truly be moving, but also comfortable and make sure that you give your nine enough sleep, but not too much because if they have too much, then they'll have insomnia and not be able to sleep. So I want you as a spouse and you as a nine to hold yourself accountable to getting the right amount of rest, to getting the right amount of self-care, 
to making sure that you're in your body work every day, to be regular about stating your needs, knowing your spouse might forget your needs, that you might have to say something three times in order to be heard because they're so used to you being calming, and to remember that you as a nine do have the gifts of just about every type, so you don't have to be angry or stubborn or judgmental or keep that past remembrance that nines are so good at with their spouse about what they're not good at. Just try to focus in on what they are good at. Try to be grateful instead for what you're good at and look forward to that hour a day and insist on it because this is a time and a season when you really do need that replenishment. Time to yourself where you're not merging with everyone else's emotions and needs and where it doesn't matter and where things aren't as important, your family is going to love that you can merge with them a little bit. It's a beautiful time for your nine gifts to be used to serve the world. I mean, we do really love how you guys consider others as more important and we want you to know you're just as important, but I love that heart for others when so many other of the personality types are turning inward. You guys are turning outward, not because you don't need that withdrawal time you do, but because you know that others' needs are important. So I know you're trying to listen in and lean and trying to merge with what other people want, but just don't forget that you've got to do your body work so that you can get some of the anger out that that builds up from doing that and that you also need to make sure that you are loving you with that hour a day. Spouses, please give that to your nines. They are hard workers, whether on the job or at home. Don't ever underestimate that. Just give them that time, even if you're a two or you're somebody who likes a lot of time together, it's worth it. Trust me, they'll be more replenished and happier. And they'll let you know if they're having a day or a time when they don't need it. But do give it to them because if they really are being honest with you, they probably could use it every day. It's just there may be a few times when they say, you know what, this this doesn't matter. I'm happy for you to come watch this show with me. And if they're truly sincere about it, go ahead. But otherwise, just err on the side of caution. Make sure you give them that space because they just will do so well with that, but not too much because you don't want them to just totally narcotize out to their comfy items and say, I don't believe in love. I just believe in my comforts. So don't go into that turtle shell for too long. We want you out. We know you painted it up really beautifully inside nines, but come back out with us. We need you right now. You are such a gift of peace, but we get it that you are sitting there going, wait a second, my transitions are off. I'm Things are ending that I didn't plan. And I need time to process and think about that. Similar to five, you just need some time and we get that. And when you get anxious, make sure you too look up those anxiety solutions I gave last time. But even just Googling out anxiety tips can help you so much. It's very easily treatable. So now that we've covered all the nine types, I want you to go be you. Go be the best of you. Be present Consider the past too, because now you have time a little bit more on your hands where you can think about the past, reminisce. You can just sit with your loved ones and put the phones down and take some deep breaths and just enjoy what's before you because there are still so many blessings around you. And you can think on the future a little bit too and say, what do I need to line up differently or better in my life so that tomorrow is a little bit better than today if today was a little bit sour? And re-listen to this if you need to so that you can grab things from the other types that you go to in health or stress. Take another listen with a spouse. Pass it on to a friend. If you need me for any coaching, this is a time when my card is open at enneagramandmarriage.com. I would love to work with you if you think we'd be a good fit together. I think the fit between a coach or therapist and client is super important so that you don't just work with somebody who you think is intelligent or 
fun or comforting, but somebody that you think has all of those elements, but would also be a really good fit for you in particular. And certain personality types gel with you better and you know yourself. So I'm looking forward to working with you if you are ready to work and you think that we would be a good fit. So otherwise, I will see you next week here or I will talk to you at Instagram or at my practice. Take care, guys. Have a great week.